When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello there, welcome to another episode of This Week in History with me, your host, Dan the Viking. This week, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about possibly one of the most famous guard units in the Royal Army, and that is the Yeoman Warders. Okay, most of you have probably seen them, heard of them. Uh, For those of you who haven't heard of them, uh, they are more commonly known as the Beef Eaters, they are the guards of the Tower of London the guards of the crown jewels, and they wear Tudor uniform, okay? Their uniform consists of, like, um, a black hat with a Tudor tunic, which is red with gold trims, tights, and a nice pair of shoes with flowers on. Um, But do not be confused that this is a fruity uh, unit in the army. They are extremely well-educated in the British Armed Forces. Uh, They also carry an axe and a sword. So, uh, yeah, watch out for them. Now, the Yeoman Warders, or what they are known officially as the Yeoman Warders of His Majesty's Royal Palace and Fortress, the Tower of London, and members of the Sovereign's Bodyguard of the Yeoman Guard Extraordinary. Or Beef Eaters, which is probably a lot easier. They are the ceremonial guardians of the Tower of London. And for those of you who have seen the Queen's funeral uh, last year, you would have seen them around the coffin. They were in each corner of the coffin the whole time uh, that she was lying in state. Um, In principle, the Beefeaters now are essentially just responsible for looking after the crown jewels. But their job was a lot more important... Uh, not to say their job isn't important, but their job was historically a lot more, uh, had a lot more to it. They were responsible for the prisoners in the Tower of London and also had the job of taking the condemned prisoners to their final execution place. They were there at uh, Anne Boleyn's uh, execution, Guy Fawkes' execution, um, and many other famous people in British history who have been executed were at some point in contact with the Yeoman Warders. Since Victorian times, they have been basically tour guides for the Tower of London. But don't be fooled, these guys do actually live in the Tower of London. They are there to work. It is their job. They are royal 
bodyguards, they are military men, they are not tour guides, they just give guided tours. The Yeoman Warders were founded in 1485. They were founded after the Battle of Bosworth Field. Uh, for those of you who don't know that, that was when Henry Tudor, a young noble from Wales, defeated Richard III in battle and picked up the crown that he found on the floor, placed it on his head and declared himself King of England. He became Henry VII, or what most people know him as, Henry VIII's dad. Um, he started the Yeoman Warders because when he came down to London, he needed bodyguards to look after him. He just basically stole, usurped the crown and um, yeah, needed a little bit more protection than what he thought he was going to get. The Yeoman Warders are now all retired from the British Armed Forces. This is either the Army, the Navy or the Air Force. They must have reached the rank of Warrant Officer and have had at least 22 years of military service. They also have to hold the Long Service and Good Conduct Medal. Um, this is a service medal awarded to various branches of the armed forces, um, and is basically, well, it's good, good conduct. So you can't be in trouble at all to become a yeoman warder. You have to be immaculate perfect the whole way through and the garrison currently has 32 this was uh, previously 37 uh, yeoman warders and one chief warder the everyday uniform that you will see at the tower of london is a black tunic with a red trim it currently has e2r on it for queen elizabeth um, but that will be changed i believe sometime in may for the coronation of charles iii now we'll talk a little bit about the history of the yeoman warders the yeoman warders like i said were formed by henry the seventh in 1485 the uniform that you see them wear today is exactly the same uniform that they wore back in the 15th century the tudor rose is still an emblem on their uniform and it's still a big part of their uh, their royal emblem uh, each regiment in the army or in the armed forces has got their own um, moniker or motif um, and the Tudor Rose is essential to the yeoman warders now the yeoman warders are actually the oldest military force in the UK and they are the oldest royal bodyguard force in the entire world so they are slightly older, I do say slightly, it's about 20 to 25 years older than the Swiss Guards. Uh, if anyone goes back to a few months ago, we did an episode on the Swiss Guards at the Vatican City, and that covers that. Originally, there were more yeoman warders than, uh, than there is now. They were split into two categories, the permanent and the extra, essentially. They were called the ordinary and the extraordinary obviously similar to uh, an, a regiment having reserve troops that's how they were seen now the guards at the tower have always been there even when henry the eighth left the tower um to move his palace elsewhere uh, he ended up residing at hampton court palace and he took a few yeoman warders with him but he did leave a small garrison there now they changed a little bit over the time but essentially their duties have never really changed 
they still protect the monarch and they are still there for ceremonial duties and like i said the uniform the sword the axe are I'm not really sure that it's more of a spear than an axe, but um, they are still the same. So they're still there. They're the constant, permanent garrison at the Tower of London. And like I said, they their duties are very similar. Um, they do have slightly new ones. Like I said at the start, they, they are there for the tour guides. Um, many of you guys have probably seen the videos of the yeoman warders giving these tours you can find fantastic ones on youtube um, and on tiktok and things like that where there are some real funny people there that um yeah they've got a few few good good lines um, and they tell you about the history of the tower of london and things like that so that's really really important and if you do ever get a chance to go to the tower of london um these guys are just fantastic at what they do but what you've got to remember like i said right at the start these are ex-military men they know what they're doing and they are most certainly not tour guides they do actually live at the tower as well um, a lot of them have residencies there which i think is pretty cool i think if um i ever had the chance to to go and well obviously i don't uh, <laughs> i'm not ex-military but if I ever was and I was in that position, I would think I would absolutely love to to do that. To live in one of the most iconic buildings, I would Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I would even go within the world. The tower is is well-known worldwide. They have a Yeoman Warder Raven Master as well, um, also known as just Raven Master. Um, and it's an appointment. It's not a rank. And it is the Yeoman Warder who is responsible for the welfare of the ravens at the Tower of London. And this has been an official title since the 1960s, so it's not a very old position. Um, however, the ravens have been at the Tower of London for a very, very long time. It's not known exactly how long they've been there, but they were resident at the time of King Charles II. Now, for those of you who don't know, King Charles II reigned from 1660 until 1685. Um, the legend maintains that should the ravens ever leave the tower, um, the white tower will fall and disaster will befall the kingdom. Uh, when John Flamstead, the astronom astronomical, astronomical, I don't know how to pronounce that, I'm sure it's astronomical observer, uh, complained that the ravens interfered with his observatory work, Charles initially ordered them destroyed, but then was reminded of the legend that goes that instead he ended up relocating the royal observatory to greenwich so he kept the ravens in the tower just in case that uh, that prophecy came true he decreed that at least six ravens must always remain at the tower the presence of captive ravens probably goes back to the 19th century um but they they've been there for a very very long time now i believe now the um they actually have their their wings clipped 
um, so they can't fly away. Um, they can fly a little bit, but they can't fly enough to actually leave the grounds. Um, so the Raven Master, his job is to basically make sure that they are well fed, looked after, um, and yeah, it's, um, it does sound really mean when you say that, but yeah, we we don't want to find out if that uh, if that story is actually true and if they could potentially leave and and take the tower with them, and obviously in that case they would end up taking the monarchy with them as well. So yeah, it's not a it's not just cutting a few feathers on a raven. I think it's worth uh, it's worth just just in case, especially for the British anyway. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are wondering where the term beef eater has come from. It's one thing that has always been questioned to the yeoman warders. And I'll be honest with you, we don't really know where it comes from. There's no real history of it. It's just they've been known as beef eaters probably from around the 17th century. Um, it's not something... There, there are a lot of stories to go with it whether people believe the stories um there's a story that says they were given a large ration of beef at court um and that's why they got the name beef eaters um there was another story that says that they used to eat uh, drink um, a broth basically made of beef or beef broth which is something that i drink on a regular basis it's called uh, bovril now um, which is beautiful um we don't really know um the main story what we do think is probably the closest to it is essentially the yeoman warders were peasants back in history they were foot soldiers they were nothing they, they weren't as well seen as they are today um, and essentially they were in the tower with the king with the queen um, with the nobles and anything that was left they were probably allowed to eat um, obviously, they were still slightly better threat than the rest of London, and it was seen pretty much as a derogatory term from the commoners who lived in London, who would sort of say, "Look at them in there eating beef with the king," um, and that's probably where they think it's come from. But again, they're not a hundred percent. There's no real evidence for it. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Now, most people know it as uh, the picture on the bottle of gin. So. There's not a huge amount of information there, but I do think they are fantastic um, and they are worth the mention um, in the episode. I think they have done a lot for the British Royal Forces. Like I said, a lot of them have uh, done more than 22 years military service. That's a minimum of 22. Um, some of them have done 30 years plus. Um, they've reached that rank of warrant officer they are extremely well versed in the Royal Army um, or the Royal Air Force or even the Marines or Navy. Um, and yeah, they are there as a constant reminder of, of British British past and, and I think they're fantastic and the uniforms they have are, are just awesome. I mean, it's not something I'd want to wear. I don't really think tights would look very good on me, but uh, somehow these men and uh, I believe there's four women now managed to to pull it off. So uh, fantastic stories there. And I'm sure if anyone has actually been to the tower and met any of these yeoman warders, um, you'll know just how, how amazing they are at their job. Now, I am currently working on an episode 
that would incorporate the entire history of the Tower of London, um, which will be quite a long episode. There's a lot of information to, to dig through. Obviously, the Tower of London dates back to the 11th century um, and uh, King William I, so it's a very, very um, meaty episode for that one. So I've done a little bit here about the Yeoman Warders, um, just to see if it's something you guys would be interested in listening to. Um, if you have found this interesting, it's only a short um, episode, so if you have found this interesting, then let me know um, if you would be interested in hearing an episode about the Tower of London and the history of it and the things that have happened between those walls. Um, if those walls could speak, they would be uh, be pretty loud. There's uh, some real gruesome history that's happened happened there so um might not be that interesting you guys might think no do you know what no we prefer listening about people and battles and things like that rather than just a building um so let me know um, drop me a message uh, most of you have got me now um, on some form of social media whether that is uh, tiktok facebook or just through email um so you can get me on any of those but the um, what I will say to you guys is thank you so much for your continued support because it has meant a lot to us, uh, I say us, me and dad, over the last few months. Um, I've had a lot of messages, obviously we've been saying about us uh, going off to Auschwitz next month. So we will be doing um, a few little video clips um, and things like that that will be there. I am going to put them onto Patreon, so for those of you who are on Patreon, um, they will go up onto there, so little videos and little clips and things that are going when we go to Auschwitz. Um, I have had a few people say um, they would want to buy us a beer um, if they could ever meet us in a pub or you know anything like that. Um, I love those sort of comments because you know, I, I really, really appreciate those from, from all of you guys. Um, what I will say is if anybody does want to buy us a beer while we're in Poland, then uh, you can always use my email address that's uh, connected to my PayPal account. So if anybody does feel generous and wants to buy me and dad a beer while we're in Poland, um, you can drop me a message or use twihpod at gmail.com. That's, uh, that is the PayPal link. So if anyone wants to, um, I have had, like I said, I have had a few messages uh, from you guys uh, so I thought I'd do a little shout out for that because yeah we've only got a few weeks so uh, a once in a lifetime opportunity is around the corner for me and uh, I'm looking forward to it um, but thank you very much for listening guys like I said sorry it is a short episode this week I will get another one out for you as soon as I can uh, thank you very much everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.